Welcome to the Avance Podcast from the Murder Barn. <laughs> Not really. This okay. is the Murder Shop. Murder Shop. Murder Shop. <laughs> Very clean. I'm Dan. Not a lot of burn. Oh, I'm Nick. I'm Megan. Hey, how'd welcome you, back. How the hell did you get here? I paid. Oh. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> You're a guest favorite. Yeah. I got an email about you. I mean, we, really? we yeah, don't like message, you, but actually. the guests or other people I don't do, know who it was so. from. Yeah. I don't. It wasn't really? somebody I knew. It was just somebody who said, I loved Megan's episode. And I, and I messaged back. It was like, her show or the... It's like, no, the shop talk. That was great. Oh, this is probably my mom. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Did it come with $5 and a thank you card? It was from her mom. It was a 20. I got one of those. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. thanks, mom. You got more money out of her mom. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't her husband. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why is she at your house again? <laughs> Manual labor. <laughs> we were laughing when you were in the in the uh, the house because you know the three of us have a of a chat. We go back and forth and talk about topics and stuff like that. And it's it's a giant version of that's what she said kind of thing between yeah, kind of. And I and I and I was telling her I was like you know I said I don't feel offended by the things I say to you. I said but someday your husband's going to show up and we're going to be talk all of us and he's going to be like excuse me what did you just say? Like, <laughs> Oh, I didn't mean it that way. We say no. that all the time. It's like, that's, that's, what she said. that's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Lovely man. Hi, how'd Clark. You how'd you die? Uh, she's a butte, Clark. And that was Nick. Yep. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, Nick's alive. We'll talk about that in a minute. <sighs> Just welcome back. I felt really bad about that. I know I shouldn't you, have, but I still feel, feel bad. bad. No, I mean... That. I, I we were going to get into it, but I came up with some ideas and some things I don't think we've actually talked about Good. about about safety. So yeah, well, I'm going to start with the Carter Automotive Group tip of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, this one came from randomly looking this up and somebody asking me, and then feeling stupid because I thought I should know this. Well, okay, we're, we we have to answer another question. Did we actually get the answer to last week's question? No, we did not. We should probably do that. I'm going to do it. I think we might do a topic on that. Okay, all right, fair uh, enough. Unless you've looked it up already, but I, figured, I didn't. That's why I was hoping oh, you okay. did. No, I did not. <laughs> Yeah, okay. All right, we'll, we'll get yeah. to the uh, radiators, condensers, heat exchangers yeah. discussion pretty soon. But uh, this one, um, do you know what GMBH stands for? Like Global Mountain Biking Network? BMW, GMBH. Yes. Mercedes, GMBH. Do you, Megan? Yes. Wait a minute. At least I should. I write it all the time on contracts. Get me a bigger hammer. No, it doesn't sound for that, but that's... in context. So it's in context to German things, obviously. Yes. Okay. Which... I was because everybody knows BMW is British Motor Works. So <laughs> well, I found a, I learned a bunch of stuff about BMW when I found this out. Okay. That's what I, that was my association with G-M-B-H. it. GMBH. BH. It's just German for limited liability company. I was so disappointed. Oh, yeah, all this yeah, yeah. stupid okay. crap. All it means is limited liability company. It's just okay. LLC in German. All that crap. Nine LLC. <laughs> okay. Now, you know what the huh. uh, BMW symbol is? It's a propeller. That is incorrect. And everybody thought that, and I thought that for my entire life. Okay. It so is not. I thought it till right now. <laughs> All it is is a uh, representation of the Bavarian flag in blue and white. That's it. It's just the Bavarian flag colors. That's it. Nothing more to it. Because BMW oh. made logo. Fighter, fighter, fighter engines, and everybody assumed it was a propeller, blurred propeller. Yep. And the logo came out before they started making planes. Huh. Yeah. You know what? I it, So... Obviously, how did this come about in your mind, or how did this? Somebody asked me about GMBH. Okay, and so I was like, "Oh, I've heard of BMW GMBH." I, okay. I started looking up GMBH, and BMW came up um, just naturally in my search results because everything's skewed toward cars and my algorithms, right? Yeah. So yeah. it was like BMW GMBH. I was like, "What does GMBH stand for?" So I started looking. LLC. Everything was like, I was like, "What is?" And at first, it 
my dense brain was not going GMBH to believe LLC. that LLC. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's like, is this some kind of licensing company? Yeah. And I was like, oh no, it means limited liability corporation. Interesting. So it's it's an acronym in German now. In yeah. German, okay, that's it. Did, was there anything as far as the new BMW symbol? Because there's now these these new badges that you're seeing on the BMWs that are totally different. They have the blue and white, but then they've got all these other colors on it, and it's a special order thing. Well, the BMW Motorsports logos are the blue, red, and no, yeah. it's the new it's the new BMW logo, and I don't know what. Um, I don't know. I'm starting to see it on a lot of cars. So, so I did yeah. find you know have you seen the black and white BMW badges that they sell? Mm-mm. Not from BMW. You can get them online. As I've like, seen the overlays kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, it's just like an overlay. Yeah, did you know that's actually a BMW badge? But it was when BMW split companies in East Germany and it became Russian and to avoid a quote unquote lawsuit, like Russia was ever going to pay anything for a lawsuit. Anyway, there was a, there was a run of BMWs that were made in the same factory that weren't really BMWs Okay, that were East German or should I say Russian and they were terrible, but they used the exact same tooling from the factory and they changed the logo from blue and white to black and white. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't okay. know. The more, you know, Weird stuff, but yeah, there's a really interesting history there between, obviously, German cars, manufacturers have a pretty interesting and sorted history yeah. with the Nazi takeover uh, back in the 40s, but I mean... That's interesting. I had yeah. no idea. Well, I mean, it's not like they had a choice, <laughs> so, yeah. but at the same time, it's a quite interesting history to see how these companies got split up and divided and down. Oh, yeah, that's just the BMW Motorsports logo. I know, but it's yeah. it, this is new. That's this, their new... This is the new logo. That's the one you. That's yeah. the new logo you can get. Um, yeah, I, again, so, yeah. I was like, I have to find it. Yeah. It'll be in my brain. Okay, anyway, interesting. If you want a fun rabbit hole, go down the history of BMW. It's pretty cool, actually. I, I mean, it's in any, any German company that has survived yeah. wars, there's something very interesting there. And, yeah, I mean, truthfully, I mean... Uh, even growing up, I mean, I, 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 for a long time, I thought it was British Motor Works. Oh yeah, it's Bavarian Motor Works. I mean, I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was Bavarian Motor Works. I mean, I thought it was German, but I yeah, I'd heard British Motor Works when yeah. I was a little kid. I was like, that doesn't make sense. I didn't no. understand. It. Never did. Never did. Yeah. So, how about Man. you, Megan? What, what, what things don't make sense to you? Ready, go. All, <laughs> all of it. Yeah. Just the sparkly stuff. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, what should we start with? Let's start with. Freaking safety. <laughs> yeah, Nick tell had us a your story. adventure over the weekend. So, uh, good news, Stampede Pass is open. Actually, thanks to me. <laughs> um, uh, little chainsaw a, action. A, uh, a very good friend of ours, Audrey, who we a lot of us have met at the Women's Off-Road Day. She's got the two-door Bronco. Yeah. And lives in North Bend. Um, cool truck. Yeah. Um, we uh, she's she's been wanting to go up and she's been out of town and and, and so I, we said Monday I was like let's let's go up and and I, we were gonna take both cars and she's like let's just take the Bronco by the way uh, it's a five speed oh, it's such a cool I love that car six speed maybe it's a six speed yeah we didn't get, I, I don't crawl think we, I don't, I don't, oh that oh yeah so it's five speed and then you got the crawl yeah yeah uh, great Bronco absolutely love it so we went up there and we made it all the way over the pass past the what's the lake up there um, Kachis no no it's not Kachis uh, well, you, you I know what you're Kachis talking about Lake um, uh, we we did the photo shoot up there, and we made it all the way down and up to the, up to the next bridge. We didn't make it down to Greenwater. We hit snow so so deep we couldn't get through it, which was great. On our way back, we decided to take the back way before you got up the trestles. The back way up to the lake there. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, and we made it, I'm telling you, we made it all the way to the lake and we hit snow. And unfortunately, as we, as we were about 15 feet from the end of the snow, there was another guy coming at us that, you know, ex-Terra that somehow got himself high centered with his rear wheel still on dirt. Don't really know how to do that. And so I stopped and we had really been crawling through this stuff and the car was very hot. So we sank. Ah, yeah. If you and, have an open diff and you get your, that's actually, it's because he had an open diff. And if you have an open diff and you get your one wheel stuck. Yeah. Uh, slowly press on your brakes and the throttle at the same time but his tap it in a metal a little bit high, switch. But, you know yeah this, I'm just was, saying, this like, was an unexperienced person yeah but that really wasn't the issue um so i i did i took all my recovery gear with us uh which was great we had and uh it turned into we had we had, we, I had a great conversation while sitting up in the snow uh, trying to get the car out and i was calling you and you were putting your deck together and all that i put up another big deck yes <laughs> Finally, uh, go to pitch on a big deck. Yeah, I tried everything. I mean, I had I had the boards down. I took out the jack. I jacked up the car. I put the boards under the car. We did everything. I dug out. I mean, and I, it was just like, and I had I'd called you a couple of times because I was a little frustrated. And it's funny because we teach people how to do this kind of stuff. We talk about yeah. it all the time. But then this is really the first situation where I've been in where I we, I haven't had a second car. Yeah, like you know, uh, I had my my recovery stuff. And so, and to be fair, like. I you, you sent me the picture. Yeah. You can literally see the road like in the background. Yeah. Nothing yeah. more frustrating. <laughs> if we can find a way so th- there is a video to this. If we can find a way and she's uh, I can post on the episode. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying if, if we if we need better. But so what happened was there was a gentleman that lives at the bottom of the hill and I think I know where he lives um that came up with a Toyota that had some some issues. And again, um I I don't want this to come off as as I'm bashing this gentleman because he really did. We were we were stuck there for three and a half. Yeah, yeah. So he comes up, uh, and the first thing I want to tell people is this: when people offer to rescue you, ask them the gear they have. Yeah, it's very important. Um, I kind of didn't. I didn't. I didn't do that. We had our tow. (laughs) I had the tow rope out. I had my my hitches, and he goes, "I got a." He had a rusty chain, and he had a rope, and I should have looked at the rope. I really should have looked at the rope. And so we hooked the rope and the chain, and then and I had a, an actual recovery strap. And um, again, we will post this video. You'll see that I look at him, and I and I point to him, and I give, and he gives me the thumbs up. And I turn to look at Audrey, and he nails it in gear and goes backwards, and that rope snaps. Yeah. And about takes out my legs. And here's the problem I have. Okay, so one, I should have looked at the rope before I, I let him do it. That's my fault. But he gets out of the car. And he, and, and he had already told me that he does this a lot up there. And he goes, I knew there was a weak spot in that rope. I guess we found it. And like, <laughs> I had just like, I mean, for lack of a better term, downloaded in my pants because, you know, it, it probably wouldn't have taken my leg out, but it was, it was enough. Like it was going to hurt. It was going to really hurt. And so, um, we figured it out, but like, it, it's the big point about this is, you know, having the right recovery gear is important, but if somebody's going to help somebody, or if you're going to help somebody, talk to them about your recovery gear. We've beat, we've beat a dead horse. Always look at your recovery gear. Yeah. Like we had an issue in the fact that when this happened, it threw it back under the tire. And then Audrey, uh, about ran over my, my recovery strap. Mm-hmm. Now I, I have now taken it out in my, my house. I've looked at it. Um, there's no phrase on it. It's good. I've made sure that it, yeah. I cleaned it. But like I said, um, he knew he had a faulty rope and we, and you know, and he had this rusty chain that I surprised I didn't get tetanus from. And again, <laughs> I, I don't want this to sound like I'm not grateful for him coming right. to help us. He was us, working with what he had, but yeah. Yeah. And he just, it's, it's very evident that you need, you need to make to one. I didn't, the one thing I didn't have, and we've talked about it is a drop blanket, you know, or oh, something yeah. to put over the rope. I mean, 
a sweatshirt right, or something works. Anything, but yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and but the but what had what I wanted to happen or what I thought because he had told me he'd done so many is the fact that I looked at him, I got a thumbs up, I was going to get a thumbs up from her, and then I was going to back away from tense, you know, <laughs> right. tense and i think he had some clutch issues because like i said he it's obvious like i tell him to go and i barely turn and he is and he's popped it and the, the rope's coming back at me so it's really important <laughs> that you watch what you're doing again it's nice to help people um and i do appreciate that but it was a little bit it was my first real pucker situation in a recovery yeah we've done a lot of recoveries and i think we've always had so many people there that it was it, it, it's there was enough people to go okay well not only that when we go we have people almost everybody we go with is either better than us or as experienced yeah. as we are yeah it's you know never good to be the smartest person in the room and even better when you're off-roading because then you have somebody who like you know brandon and powell or michael or one of the, any one of the off-road members yeah. who are like we do this every day all day yeah <laughs> and it's just if anything like i said Go out and check your gear. Yeah. Check all your gear. And it's funny because I'm going to go camping this week, and we've got a good friend of ours coming into town from Concorso, Mindy. And it's forced me. I've gone through all my recovery gear as of today, and I've, I've gone through all of my camping gear. Like, I've gone, I've checked mm-hmm. everything. Took my DeWalt saw apart. We cut, uh, Audrey and I cut probably 16 trees across the road um, coming up that back way, which was a lot of fun because I think that's the most I've used my saw. Cool. Um, but it's uh, fun. It was it was it was a great time. It just I, it was somewhat of an eye opening experience in the fact of like, and it's funny because I posted the video to you guys, <laughs> and Megan, you commented and you're like, "Oh, that sucks," and I and I and I go, "Yeah, that was me." And she goes, "What? <laughs> yeah, what? You couldn't tell that grainy thing was me?" Yeah. So, um, you know, we just want to kind of talk. I mean, safety obviously is big time important. Um, you know, snows are melting. It, it's it's less of an issue, but check your gear. If you're going to help somebody or somebody comes up, slow down. And and again, I take some fault in this and the fact that, you know, Audrey and I were up there, you know, and I kind of stupidly, you know, we had kind of rushed up there and I, I forgot my food. And I hadn't eaten and I was a little bit, I, oh. we were having a great time and, and just in kind of enjoying it and talking about cars. And I was, she let me drive the Bronco. So I was really involved in this. It was a lot of fun. And I just kind of got to the point where I wanted to get out of there. Like yeah. I had, I had called you finally and was like, okay. I need you to come get me because no, nobody. And the funny thing is people were driving by on that other road and like we were kind of waving, but nobody was coming to see us. Um, so, uh, and then the one guy that was up there that ironically walked in from his two wheel drive truck and was swimming in that lake and it was cold, um, had a two wheel drive truck and didn't want to help, which I get, but there was a, there was a lot of people up there. Uh, a lot of people. So, uh, good news passes open. Bad news. I'm lucky I have knees. So Yeah. <laughs> I felt so bad when you called me, not because I knew you wouldn't understand. I was in the middle of like, there's a whole giant hole in the side of the guest house where I'm literally putting in a door and I'm yeah. like, okay, any other time I would just drop what I'm doing and go, but I've got my nephew here and my dad's here yeah. and we're sitting in this thing. So I was like, oh shit. Like, and I wanted to go. I'm so, so I just, I'm glad I caught like, you I knew before. you understood, yeah. but I felt really bad all yeah. the same because I wanted to come out. Well, and that was the thing is I was kind of like, you know, uh, <laughs> Audrey's a very calm person. <laughs> Which kind of works when it, when uh, and and it was like I just called you first and I was like okay what am I not thinking about here like mm. okay I didn't think to stack the boards on one side you know because like I jacked up the the Bronco and I put I, I took out the snow underneath the diff and I put the boards under the wheel and I dumped the car onto two boards and I was still just grinding the crap out of it. Positive note: I burned the crap out of those boards and you can barely tell. 
Yeah, good so boards. Was, the tre- tread Pro yeah. were amazing. So yeah. I was, uh, you know, so if anything, go out, check your gear. I know we're coming out of winter and it's kind of fall, but we're going to need some of the stuff. There's some thicker, deep, deeper mud. Uh, but again, Stampede Pass is open. I don't know if you can get all the way to Greenwater yet, but it, it's going to be, if it stays warm like it is, it's going to. It's supposed to be nice this weekend, so yeah. maybe maybe next week. It was funny because uh, we happened to kept kept passing this or randomly passing this forerunner that was from California that they would stop on the road and, we, and they went they had gone they had kind of gotten ahead of us when we went up we had gotten up on the pass up top there uh, after we get you know like you're going to go down to Greenwater oh, yeah, yeah, up yeah. there and we had and randomly he he was ahead of me and he went up in the snow and he backed back down and he, he kind of stopped me and he's like yeah it's really deep you're not going to go up there I was like great and I get home and I'm like cruising through facebook today and watched an overland he popped up <laughs> I, was oh. like, hey, I know that vehicle so <laughs> i think i made a new friend so that's cool yeah nice. oh that's fun yeah so um yeah uh, it's you know it, it's a reminder of you know even even we do stupid things and it's just kind of a watch eh. what you're doing well no i again uh, i uh it's a perfect example of i i mean i was dealing with it pretty well but I was just tired. I was frustrated. I was really like, I called Hungry. Dan. And I, I was like, I was like, can you please bring me water? I was <laughs> like, because like, if not, I'm gonna get giardia because I'm about to drink from this lake. So, <laughs> like, I just you know, again, bring food, bring water. Um, you know, we uh, I made the mistake of the fact that like, Audrey and I met up here in, in North Bend, and we and and she's like, let's just take the Bronco, which I I was so excited to drive that car. I took all my recovery gear out and I left all my food in my car. <laughs> In my brand new Yeti cooler, which I am so happy about. Congratulations. <laughs> what color did you get? Yeah, green. Green. I got the green. Yeah. So, right, yeah. Yanni's really jealous. Uh, As she, she should be. She has multiple, multiple uh, uh, Yeti coolers, but we found that green down in Arizona and I've been looking at it and I finally did it. And there's, I know I'm going to get hate mail, but everybody, this is better. This is better. But I got you a know coupon. What? I bought into it. I had a coupon. REI. Oh, yeah. REI did very well for me this last weekend on their sale. Nice. <laughs> sleeping bag tent. Home yeah. Depot did really well for yeah, me. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Home Depot. Yeah, you too. I, I, so I have to share this with the, the the our listeners. So again, I mean, it's no secret we have a chat, and we share things with each other. And Megan came on, and well, now it's weird. I know. Okay, that. <laughs> <fair enough. laughs> and we were talking about sales, and she goes, she goes, you guys, you know, there's a there's a coupon for Harbor Freight. <laughs> like, there's about this ten minute pause, and Dan pops up and goes. I, I, I can't find anything to buy. I, I just, I don't know what I want. There's nothing. I don't know what I need. There's, I just don't need anything. <laughs> like, are you sick? There's so. stuff I want, but it's not from Harbor Freight right oh, now. Yeah. And I, I, I literally went through everything I could think of. And I'm like, yeah, a lot of stuff that I want is one time use. So I don't want, I'm just going to rent it. I need a drywall jack for the shop here. I'm like, I'm not going to buy a $200 drywall jack. I'm just going to rent one for 25 bucks or 50 bucks for a weekend. And oh, then, that's just like one of those extra hands that holds it up there for you? No, it'll go up 15 feet. Okay. I need one that goes way up, sucking it to the ceiling. And even that's not going to be tall enough here. It might be. Yeah. Close. Fair enough. Anyway, I'm going to get a lift for that. Okay. But then, speaking of safety stuff, um, so the, the attachment to the back of my truck, I had that, that photo I sent you guys. So I went to Home Depot. Now everybody knows a Raptor and F-150 is a five and a half foot bed if you have a crew cab. It's not very big. But I brought home uh, 12 foot boards. And a sliding glass door. You just do it like everybody did, and you just stick it down in the bed and stay, have it stick another seven feet out? Well, what I did is I opened the rear window, put them all the way to the windshield, <laughs> and just slammed on the brakes every time so they didn't go backwards. Yeah, and I held them good. as I drove You're away good. with yeah. both hands and used my knees okay. down the just highway. <laughs> it was fine. Tie a scarf to the end yeah, exactly. on the back. You're fine. Red underwear. Something pretty. <laughs> Took off <laughs> my red boxers, put Absolutely. them under there. Drove wow. <laughs> like 
pegged you for more of a briefs kind of guy, but okay. Yeah, no. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My little ready tighties. Yeah. No. Oh, God. <laughs> you no. should see our group chat. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. No. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Two of you are happily taken. <laughs> so, yeah. so, no, what I have is this, it's called, a, it's a bed extender. And everybody thinks of the ones you put on your tailgate. But this thing actually goes into the, the, the trailer hitch and extends. It's got, it's made from the same stuff like a, uh, the steel is probably, well, I don't know what gauge that square is. Square tubing or what? Or yeah, no, square, square tubing. tubing. It's, it's square. What is it? What is the new word? No, it's square tubing. It's just, Tubing's round. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Nice, okay. Yeah. Anyway. It looks like it's just an extension off the trailer hitch. Okay. And then it has like a, a, a fork in the back that you can move up and down. And then you stack the boards in the straight down the middle of the bed and then onto this. And you strap them down to the bed and you strap them down together first, then okay. to the bed, and then you strap them down to this rack. And then it has a, a flag that attaches to it. And then I put another flag at the end of the boards because I was, you know, two and a half feet past those even. But all perfectly legal. It's got reflectors on it. Works fantastic. And I, it'll hold... Um, the tongue, so you have to look at your tongue weight cause you're moving stuff way past the end of your tongue. So if you have boards that aren't like, if you were doing like massive, probably beans, 18 beans, footers or yeah. something, you yeah. wouldn't want to do this cause then you're putting too much weight on the tongue. Most of the weight needs to still be carried in the bed. This is just for the end. But with the tailgate down, I have basically with the tailgate down, I have about an eight foot bed and a 12 foot board. So most of the weight is still centered over the, in the truck, but 12 foot boards. So an entire 10 by 12 deck worth of, <laughs> Two, let's see, one four by eight post or four by ten post for the uh, the risers, two four by six beams, four by six by ten beams for these supports, um, fourteen, fifteen, uh, two by six by tw- uh, twelve um, pressure treated boards, and then the same amount of uh, Trex decking, all in there. And six million screws. Yeah, yeah, and a ton of screws. Yeah. But it all fit in there, no problem. And everybody who came up to it was like, what is that? Did like you have that before? Like, yeah, I've had okay. it. I've, really, had, I've, okay. I've only used it once before because I don't haul a lot of really long lumber very often. But hmm. for a project like this, and as I get into here, because this is all 2 by 4 by 10 I mean, I can fit. you can fit a 2 by 4 by 10 on top of the rack, but then you have the flex you got to worry about in the wind. Okay. And so I wanted something I could just put in the back of the truck. So what? Is the law, how far can something stick out of the bed of your truck? I know you're supposed to put flags on everything. That's a good question. And make sure you tie them together so that final destination thing can happen. Uh, they do line. say yeah. that the max you're supposed to haul with one of those is a 14-foot piece, which okay. obviously you can't, finding it, it'd be really hard to find a 14-foot piece of lumber. Yeah. <laughs> they have 16-foot, um, so I probably wouldn't do that just because of the tongue weight maybe. I just but. didn't, I mean, I, I understand the weight thing and the flex. I just didn't yeah. know legally how mu- how far you can have stuff sticking off of the the back of your truck so seems fine like i said i put a flag on the end of the wood and a flag it has a flag like at the the support in the back so there's multiple flags back there but it was no problem at all made it super easy safe gives me great tie down points for our listeners it looks like he has a field goal that goes in the back of his truck yeah basically yeah basically what it looks like and it's a if you want to haul safety like i bring this up because as i'm driving home with all my wood stacked nicely triple tie down down the center two more tie downs holding it down to the bed i pass by a guy hauling a mattress And it it is folded in. I was going to say, curled back with one tie down. Yeah. And I've got, I I have a pack. I one of my Dewalt bags because I have so many of those. Uh, I just have a pack of tie downs in the back of the truck, and it's got, I think, ten tie downs in it, ratcheting ones. And I'm like, of all things, you're going to take a mattress, one tie down, and that tie down was worth its weight in gold to that guy. I don't know how long he made it, but I followed him all the way from Issaquah to North Bend. And I mean, and he was doing like seventy five. 
<laughs> I'm just like, Do you think he was aware it was bent in half? I don't know how you wouldn't be. Every how time the yeah. wind hit it, it would probably slow down the car 10 miles an hour. It's the biggest <laughs> sail I've ever seen. Why is there some drag? Right. But like, <laughs> as the B pillars are like bending backwards. And, I think yeah. my brakes are warped. Exactly. They're I'm pulling in, to the left. There are insane fines for losing a load on the highway. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you'll kill somebody. Well, that's why I was wondering if there's got to be some law that says something can, that can dangle out the back of your truck so far. I think it just has there to have a flag, is. but I don't know what it there is. is. Okay. Yeah. Th- I remember looking it up. I got fence panels for the little farm I have at home. And that I was within the RCW station, but yeah, and that's where I found the flag regulation mm. too. But and see the way my brain works, and this is, and I had your truck and those boards, and, and and this would not have been a good idea. I would have because your rack. So here's your rack. I would have stuck them in from the top so that they were stacking out this way of the back of the truck. Probably would still be secure as long as they were tied How down. How tall they would be? <laughs> you hit this shit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Sounds like you look like a DeLorean waiting to hit 88 miles an hour. So, like, okay. yeah. But, yeah. So I, but, yeah. Yeah, I have a, now I just I have a little to-go bag basically. Tie-downs, my carbon fiber stapler, which I'm very proud of. DeWalt makes a carbon fiber stapler, by the way, and it's awesome. It's really lightweight, and it works really well. If um, anybody wants to know, that is Dan's. Most favorite tool. I've seen him. It's close. I mean, you wrote me about that. You're like, I found a coupon. I got a carbon fiber stapler. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody thinks carbon fiber like carbon fiber weave, but it's carbon fiber mixed. I'm just mad because I got the coupon and then it didn't work. So (laughs) that's all. (laughs) I love that thing. Yes. So now I just throw that in my bag and then you can get flags at any Home Depot, but I always carry an extra one. Uh, it's actually an old wakeboard flag from when I was wake surfing and wakeboarding. Yeah. <laughs> I just took that. I used that as my, my carry flag. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, safety, is, safety is number priority number one. Yeah. Somebody else made us a good suggestion uh, from an Amazon review. I don't know who this is. As I was looking at this, uh, they said if you, you can get a uh, strap-on bike light to put on the back of that thing. Mm-hmm. Just You can't have a flashing red light. That's still illegal. But if you just have a red one that stays on there, that'll make your load really visible. I was like, oh, that's a great idea. I didn't Brilliant. think about that. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you do that a lot, it's a good idea. Because people are dumb. I know that there were police officers that would nail you for that, but I think a flashing red light would even though, would be a better idea. It's like, especially at night. Like, I mean... Probably, you know, yeah, I've driven behind trucks at night with like flags and stuff like that. And you, there's, it's a depth perception thing. Like you can see the flag, but you don't necessarily, yes. and, and you're no probably joke, right. we've said it, but like final, if you've seen final destination, like <laughs> driving behind a logging truck is scary. You're probably so, right. Yeah. I doubt anybody would actually ever give you crap for that. No, thing. it'd be like, like, I'm trying to be safe. Or yeah. I clicked the button too many times and it blinks. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd have yeah. to be really, you have to be something a really bad day, but I mean, securing your load, one of those oh, big I things find do. the cops that are having a really bad day. Don't worry. Only yeah. when you're driving a Subaru AC Cobra. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Long story. Yeah, there. I know that's the best birthday I ever had. Thanks, was, Alexa. Yeah. Thanks, Alexa. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but that was, that you talked about safety. I was like, all right, let's talk about safety. And that was my safety tip after, yeah, secure your load. Man, I've seen so many people do it wrong. When I just, if you want entertainment and anger, go sit in a Home Depot parking lot. Well, I'm I'm <laughs> yeah. gonna uh, yeah, make no what kidding. Talking about. Oh my God. I uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna share this photo with you, and I it wasn't intentional as far as safety, and we'll, we're gonna put it up, and but I think we should talk about it. this was on the road coming home. Oh, you should get that checked. <laughs> oh, that photo. <laughs> what the heck? Speaking of safety, I just okay, realized listeners. I took this. I just realized, yeah. What is that? Like a, a mobile so, hunting blind? Yes. The bottom is a car. <laughs> I think it's literally a mobile oh, hunting blind. I was blind. coming down the hill into North Bend here. That's some impressive redneck shit. 
It, it, it reminds me of like like one of those swamp buggies, but without big tires on it. Maybe they changed the tires out? I don't know. I mean, it's it was like we were trying to figure it out. Also, it was doing 85 <laughs> miles an hour. So, like, it's, yeah, I, it, we're, we're pretty sure it was like a hunting blind kind of, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, when, like, I, what I, when we saw it from a distance, and again, this is when we had gotten off the mountain. We we're a little delirious and <laughs> trying to. I was like, we must it, eat. It, it looked like somebody's rooftop tent had opened on the freeway, like while they were driving. So, um, yeah, that's that I they made themselves. That they made themselves. Yeah, from I a just, homeless encampment that they robbed in Seattle. Pretty much. <laughs> that's accurate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that adds up. That adds up. I mean, you know, oh. some of the stuff I have seen on the road, and I don't, I and I always feel like if I did that, I'd be pulled over instantaneously. I have a hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. I was driving through Utah and somebody was hauling in a tank. Mm. That was cool. Like an actual tank. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Flatbed. It wasn't, it was not the military. It was a private truck pulling a tank. Just a Mecham auction find. Oh God, I wish. No, you know who, you know how bad I would want to commute one of those. You know a tank is Whistling Dixie or Diesel. Oh yeah. He just bought a tank. Like a, oh, cool. a, a like a, a, a English tank, like, and has oh, a yeah. good crap with it, but yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think I could responsibly own a tank. Oh no, ever, ever. Like no, I could ever. own a ripsaw, and it would still be irresponsible. Uh, I don't. But I would want to use the cannon if I had a tank. I was yeah. really in love with the ripsaw when I saw it in GI Joe and all that stuff. And then like I watched like Diesel Dave his, or yeah. not, and then he sold it to Cletus McFarland, and and they had a lot of problems with that. Like it's not a real reliable thing. So. I wouldn't expect it to be. I I would for that <laughs> price point. I mean, yeah, touche. But so, I, mean, I mean, look at Lamborghinis. Or well, any Ferrari. Well, that's different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I don't know. Did you guys have you have you guys been following the the rally and the rally in a little bit, like you know the Oregon Trail rally? The, oh, oh that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you have you seen photos of that Subaru, the 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 Ferrari Subaru? So oh, we yeah. put a WRX and put a Ferrari yeah. engine in it, and has been rally racing it. Yeah, they were testing it at Dirtfish. Oh, okay. I could hear it in the like, background. Many I times. am. It, it's it has popped up. In so many videos, it popped up in Subaru's video. It's, it's popped up in all the, and I'm just like, it's it sounds amazing. Oh yes, like, it does. I, I I don't know. That's amazing. I mean, I've seen I've seen the the guy that took the the FRS or whatever and put a Ferrari engine in it backwards, but this was a little bit like makes you go, well, if it fits under the hood of a of a Subaru, like right? I mean, so oh, that's a good talk. We yeah. should talk more about that in a minute. Okay, what yeah, else is going should. on with you? Um, I got the Fiat started. Yes. So that's a yeah. Thank you. That's a big win. I loved your time lapse, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like trunk I, lapse. Her trunk. Lapse. Her trunk lapse. Trunk lapse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a face for radio, as they say. Um, so I don't. Really, I can attest to that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't enjoy like talking on camera and doing that kind of YouTube style video very much, um, but doing a time lapse where I pay zero attention to the camera and just dink around is really cool. Totally my style, so I enjoy this. So I can't do time lapse because I forget time lapse is happening, and then I'll end up like you know picking my nose or, the ADD my happens. or something like. So I just, that's why I can't do it. Like I literally, I'd, I'd be like, <laughs> and then I have to figure out how to edit it. Yeah. So yeah, no, no, that was cool. I mean, so how how close are you to like? I mean, it, so it started. Yeah. Is it, so have you taken it out and? No, because I don't have brakes yet. So I need to bleed the brakes since they just changed them. So um, just drive uphill. You're fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> just that, <laughs> right? Uh, fine. You got emergency brake? <laughs> <laughs> Flintstone? Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> you know, I need to do a handbrake swap on that. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. 
Next Absolutely. Shop yeah. talk project. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I feel like I just need, you know, a couple days. <laughs> Famous couple last words. A couple days. Okay. <laughs> just a couple days. What, so, um, did you take the brake system out? Are you re, are you replumbing everything? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm just redoing the brakes okay. in the car. Okay. Um, so, let's see. I'm only a quarter of the way done with the brakes on the car. Um, but in typical ADD fashion, it's like, uh, I'll do wheel and tire one brake i'll do the trunk i'll rebuild the car maybe another brake so um, fashion. how could yeah. this go wrong i mean it's you know flawless. oh i forgot to do that so when you say okay so when you're saying redo the brakes are you talking new master cylinder are you bending new lines what are you doing yeah everything everything yeah okay. so i'm taking out the old lines um essentially redoing everything from lug nut to brake line you can do it <laughs> are you, are <laughs> maybe the, did, you, did you find the brake lines pre-bent are you learning how to do that uh i can buy them okay. actually oh, uh, made for this car from nice. an italian it's called autorecombi.com mm. okay. um and they specialize in parts just for classic fiats so yeah it's been i've tried to bend really brake nice. lines I've, and i've had the little t- it's it's fun i just can't do it no? i feel like it's I've done it for motorcycles, um, like made soft lines. I've yeah. never done hard lines. I've seen it done. Yeah. I've never done it before. It's just that little like miniature, like yeah, I know. I've yeah, seen so, it. Yeah. I just yes, yeah, and hmm. it's something where you know they're brake lines, and so you really don't want to have a hole or screw it up. So yeah. So I was looking at doing, um, getting some more tools. Shocking, I know you're all shocked. What? Yeah, I was looking at like brake tools. Like, what do I need for a full set of brake tools? And I, I don't just mean like changing pads and rotors and fixing a caliper is like, what am I missing here? And one of the things I don't have is a flare tool for brake lines mm. and a brake line bending tool. And so, and they're really cheap. So I've been debating just ordering some up. And even though I probably won't use them only because I want to learn how to do that in case I ever need to for an emergency. Um, the only thing I can tell you about that is before you flare the pipe or flare the, that the end, make sure you put the, the, <laughs> cap on it before. <laughs> can't tell you the amount of times I've done that. I've flared it and then forgot to put, put the, the nut on. Put the nut on first, oh. and so you can't. It does no good. So yeah, yeah, but yeah. Did you Things see you it? learn. Did you see up there. What am I looking at? Two more nine amp hour flex volt batteries. Oh, good lord! Oh, <laughs> no, I thought so. we were looking at the duct tape in oh. the murder barn. Oh, I do have a lot of duct tape. That's gaffer's <laughs> tape. I got the duct tape over there. Um, no, I got this. So I, there, Dewalt and Ace Hardware had a special for. You buy a tool and you get one free battery. Well, then I also found a compounding coupon for twenty five percent off, and I was like, "What is the cheapest tool I can get with a with a flex volt nine amp hour battery?" Okay. So I got this new uh, string trimmer, which actually I have a gas trimmer, but I prefer small jobs. I prefer battery every time. It's quieter, it's quicker. Just get out and go. It's fine. That's why I have. That's why I've, I have both the backpack and the regular leaf blower, and I have this and a bunch of other tools that are battery and gas versions. But uh, basically, the whole thing cost me about two hundred and sixty bucks, and a set of those batteries alone is like three hundred bucks. So, so it came with a battery, and you, they gave you an extra one. Yep, that's pretty good. Yeah, so string trimmer, and I can that. That also tells you people what batteries actually cost. Just so we're clear, like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> just because Home Depot tells you it's three hundred dollars worth of batteries, well. Is it, and one of the things is like when you have these flexible, these giant batteries, they do allow you to put out more torque in a tool. So if you have like a half inch impact or you have, uh, in this case, like my, um, what's the proper name for one of those? I always think skill saw, but it's a six and a half inch saw. 
yeah, it's reciprocating saw. Yeah, okay. yeah. But I'm sorry, I was thinking skill saw is the brand name. Non-table table yeah, saw. Re- yeah, reciprocating yeah. saw. So, but being able to cutting all these deck boards, and because even though I bought them to length, you always trim like three sixteenths of an inch so they're perfectly straight. And so I was trimming all these deck boards and all that, and one battery the whole job. That's why you get big batteries. So I can use a six and a half inch saw and do a hundred cuts, and I'm still I had like probably a third of the battery left. I think there's more. I think there's more Dewalt here than there is at Home Depot. <laughs> there might be at this point. Tell you, I mean, what, what? I mean, what's the, okay? So that's a good point. What's the next Dewalt tool? What do you? I mean, what does Dewalt make that you don't have? Again, I'm not. It's, it's a funny thing. Uh, this is only be, the only reason I have Dewalt because I bought a, bought into the battery system. Yeah, early. that's it. it. Yeah. I actually, if I had to do it over again, I would buy Milwaukee. Honestly, yeah. I like their tools generally more than Dewalt for home use. I'm not a pro, so I don't. I, I feel like Milwaukee's more on touch <clears throat> with, with, with bringing out new tools. Sooner. Yes, I agree. And Dewalt kind of just does it with you know. And all my tools work fine. I haven't had like any major complaints with any of them. Yeah. But overall, I just kind of like the fit and the finish of the Milwaukee stuff, minus the pack boxes. <laughs> um, I haven't gotten into the small batteries with Milwaukee. All my stuff runs off the big. Like the yeah. What are they? It's not the what? What is the smaller battery? Mm, the stuff three volt. Goes, yeah, three. The little three volt. Yeah, yeah. For like the yeah. small impacts and stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, the next tool I'm going to get is going to be uh, probably a um, drywall screw, screw gun with the uh, cartridge attachment because I need to do this place. And yeah. I, they're hard to rent. Otherwise, I would do that because I probably won't have a use for it. But it's going to cost me 250 bucks ish for the tool. But when I have to install a 30 by 30 building with a huge roof, I'm not, yeah. I don't want to fiddle with screws. I want to just <laughs> done. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll put up the laser, make my lines perfectly straight, and then do that. And then... I've got the lifts coming. I got to do that, but I mean, it's not just the walls. It's this this roof here too, because I'm framing in the whole shop. So it, that's probably I'm not kidding. It's probably a thousand screws. That's yeah, oh, a huge job. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, I mean, yeah, I can do it. But if I just do a section at a time and I have the right tools, it makes things so much easier. So my dad's here in town. My parents came up. I did the road trip. They're staying here a little bit longer. And as we're here, we've put in a. We talked about the deck outside the guest house, sliding glass door. So we have more light in there, redoing the insulation, putting in a new toilet, um, doing some plumbing upgrades, fixing the roof in the shop here. Like it's it's job central. Welcome to your vacation, Father Putnam. Now no, get back to work. We love it. <laughs> no, I know he does. Yeah. He was uh, you were talking about it, and he was just he was ready to go like on Friday. Like okay, let's get the stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, he's excited and he yeah. loves it because I have all the tools. Yeah, like I have my framing nailer, which has come in handy thousand times with this deck oh my god i'm so glad i don't have to drive a hammer all the time with this is thing it, is your, is your yes. air powered our air powered battery powered oh battery powered okay. so i have i oh, have wow. my framing nailer. my framing nailer is battery powered and it that thing seriously packs a punch like doesn't matter what i'm shooting through it'll go through a six inch board no problem even you when can i can adjust the power oh yeah power yeah, yeah but i adjusted it way up to go through the four by sixes because i nailed them from the top all the way through the four inch and i got extra long nails no problem nice right through it and wow. that's that was more just to hold them in place i didn't actually like I used uh, proper um, metal supports on the sides to get them, you know, to hold them to code. But just having the right tools for the job made things so much easier. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I have never once regretted investing heavily in tools. I mean, there's a limit to the, the money you spend on tools as far as your return. As in like, if you're not a pro mechanic saying that I must have snap on is kind of stupid. Yeah. Um, nothing wrong with snap on. It's just that I'm not going to use my wrenches that enough. I can afford to, you break a three eighths and use and get another cheap one yeah. and it'd be fine. I don't need to spend a hundred bucks per wrench. Um, but having all the right tools for the job, like I can remodel almost anything on my property. Oh, and the next thing I'm going to get probably is a PEX expansion tool for plumbing. I'm going to replace all the pipe 
in the Pex ground. Expand- so PEX is a type of piping that it, it, it can freeze and it won't break, and it so it can contract really big. Okay. But you need a special tool to flare it out to get oh, it on to your heat fittings. It. Okay, yeah, all right. It doesn't really heat it. It just it expands it in steps. So you press press on the end and it pushes it open, then again, then again. And okay. It's an expensive tool. I think it's probably 500 bucks. But if you look at the cost of plumbing, uh, literally me doing that myself would pay for itself on the first job I do. Oh, is that wow. the new, the, the red and blue pipes that, that I'm seeing everybody using construction? No, it's actually this right here. I actually oh, okay. have some right there. This goes under the shop out. Oh, okay. So, Because um, I've noticed like in some of the the new, when people are doing remodels and stuff like that, that yeah. all the pipes now are the red. They're literally hot and cold pipes, but you can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Now, luckily I have people I can get a hold of to kind of coach me through this. Because okay. plumbing is not one of the things you want to mess up just echo that but i love learning to do stuff of myself and there's some jobs that i will contract out for no matter what you mean the death stuff yeah, yeah. but even yeah. put the plumbing i've got to replace the line all the way from the barn to the shop to the yeah. guest house i mean you're talking probably f- low end fifteen thousand dollar job to replace all the piping if i hired in somebody if i do it myself maybe fifteen hundred bucks yeah so <laughs> The one thing people don't really, I mean, and I'm glad you're doing it yourself, and we're always here to help, by the way. Call Megan first. Uh, but uh, with that, you have to, you have to, that's your water source for your house. So you have mm-hmm. to, you have to dig that up and replace it in one day. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> or people on the property will get a little mad. Yep. So, yeah. And I have to do it in big sections. Yeah. Like, I can't just do a little bit and be like, okay, I'll do the rest the next day. No, it's, I got to take, I got to rent you, the- You're going to buy a big reel of this place? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's actually not that expensive. Yeah. Um, like I said, the, most of the cost for the job is going to be the uh, the tool and the piping, and the piping is actually not that much. Are you required to put joints in it, or can you run one solid pipe? One solid, I okay. would run one solid. Yeah. I'm going to run probably two-inch all the way up the property because I have Less about... Less connections you make, the better. Yeah. Well, I want big because I have so much water and so much pressure. Um, I have a separate line for irrigation, so I don't have to worry about that, but that's the next big job. Hmm. Interesting. And it, but that gives me, you know, hot and cold in the shop. That's what I really need. So I'm just going to do it right the first time. Spend the money. Yeah. Have you worked on your truck, lady? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of projects. So funny story. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was a short story. <laughs> a new truck. What are you talking about? A short, short story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I really wanted to get the Fiat running while I was kind of like in a motivation push on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... The truck I've just kind of had on hold waiting for nicer weather. Um, I've the decided next... that that truck should be the tow vehicle for the Fiat, by the way. I know you have a lovely F-150, Ooh, but like, yeah. I think that yeah. I think there should be a package there. I think that should be your your, your tow truck for this. Yeah. yeah I think that'd be kind of Oh, I so, love yeah. that. Yeah. Um, also, but yeah, recently had to move it. And uh, a couple weeks ago, started the barbecue and couldn't find the bag of charcoal oh. that I knew that we'd bought. Mm-hmm. Um but I've ripped out the entire interior of the project truck, and I forgot that the bag of charcoal is my driver's seat. Right oh. Now. So, you know, it's very classy. Did you want to tell our listeners now that you like the color of your Fiat? <laughs> Are, we not there yet? Are we not there yet? Big okay, step. No. <laughs> so, I do. Uh, this, uh, again, uh, since all of us met, you know, Megan's got this, this car, and it is, it's, I mean, it's Italian mint... Green. Green. Yeah. I've loved it since the beginning. Yeah, right <laughs> and away. She was, and she was just like kind of, 
because I like that quirky, weird kind of, and I think it's and it's funny because I've watched you as you've worked on it more, and you're like, and I get messages like, it's it's better than it was. Like I start, <laughs> I kind of like it now, and then I get a message yeah. like, okay, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like it's like it's a it, proper it color. Is a color that really grows on you, and I think I was just so used to seeing Italian cars that color that it's already grown on me. Like, but it's like yeah. also big fan of mint chocolate chip ice cream so you know oh, yeah, yeah. Fair. you so right cannot there. go yeah. wrong so, with mint yeah. chocolate chip right so no yeah it's really grown on me yeah i love it because you were kind of struggling about you, you were because you i mean it's been several colors and you didn't know yeah. what you were if you were going to keep it that color or what but um so yeah so for now right now we say that it's going to stay that color until yeah if maybe. i walked into like a mako today because it's not a fancy it's a race car. Girl. Yeah. So, um, if I walked into somewhere like a Mako today and had to repaint it, I would pick that same Italian green. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. Right. I never Welcome thought I'd say side. that. Go yeah. from single stage to multi-stage. Give it a nice clear coat. Yeah. 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 Get on the race. You know what you should oh, do yeah. that thing. Just Engine LS swap it. Yeah, LS swap it. <laughs> <laughs> she just got it running. I know. She now just she just figured out that she rebuilt the carbs after they were sticking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the carp's working great. Nice. Sweet. Yeah. Helps when you clean them out and get all that old gum and crap out of there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. for sure. Varnish. Yeah. So. The, uh, the tow vehicle, though, the, the project truck does yeah. need an engine swap. There you go. That engine's shot, so that's a good segue. Oh, well, well, before we segue there, there's a video of you trying to get the, or you, there was, you posted this small video of you trying to get that, the, the Fiat started. And I think you did the cardinal mistake. Like you, you put everything and you forgot to put a ground or something. <laughs> yeah. like, it was like that one ground. Yeah. We've all done it. Like you're like, yep. why is this not starting? Like I yeah. replaced everything. Yeah. So yeah. I'm like, oh, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Check your grounds. Yeah. 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 I'm like, why is it not getting fuel? Okay. It's got to be getting fuel. I just replaced all the fuel lines on mm-hmm. it. Um, and I knew that I'd cleaned like the grounds to the fuel pump and I just cleaned the carb. Everything's been done. I just could not figure it out. Like it's either not getting fuel or not getting sparks. So I filled up the tank, tried again, and it's just not going. And I was like, oh my God, you idiot. <laughs> you never put the positive wire back on the fuel pump. On a, po- on a good note, you disconnected the positive while you were working. Right. I so did. That's good. Yeah. So that's did. smart. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right, I fired know, right up. I know you two are... are Itching to bring up this topic uh, because, oh, yeah. uh, you know, the, uh, what do we want to call it? Like, you know, stupid things you put in cars? No. <laughs> uh, what We talked about it. What was it? What were we going to name this? Un- the uh, uh, unlikely sacrilegious things. LS swaps. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> sacrilegious yeah. swapping. Sure. <laughs> Which is not a uh, sub- subreddit reference at all. <laughs> Better not be. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Terms you shouldn't Google for 500. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> say things like that it forces people to google (laughs) (laughs) i mean obviously the ls engine is the engine to swap in and really into anything it's the go-to because it's simple enough but also efficient Mm -hmm. and before anybody yells at me for being efficient saying it's efficient compared to like uh some uh, many many four-cylinder engines or newer v6s it is extremely efficient compared to the motors it usually replaces is what i'm saying so like my thought was this from this has always been on the Land Cruiser. So if you LS swap a Land Cruiser, any Land Cruiser, even a new Land Cruiser, if you could, you'll be better off with an LS. You will get better mileage, more horsepower, more torque. It's better across the board than the Toyota inline six um, by a massive amount. There is nothing good about the 4.7 V8 in the 100 series. It is a shit motor 
attached to a shit transmission and it is a garbage motor. Like it'll keep going until it falls apart from lame gaskets and the starter that won't be fixed. But there's the pesky heater hose Dan, on the inline Dan's six. Dan's not bitter about this right. at all. Tell yeah. us how you really yeah. feel. Yeah. But, Don't hold back. The inline six has <laughs> torque, but it has no power. It can't get out of its own way. But if you lift a, an 80 series, you're not even doing highway speeds safely. You're not. You're tapped out. If you do put even like, I don't mean 35s, if you put 33s on an 80 series, you're not going above 65 unless you're going downhill. It won't do it. The thing has, it's a, just a terrible design. Even at the time it was bad, but it's a great chassis. It's a great running gear. And a lot of cars fall into this category. S2000 should have had a supercharger or a turbocharger. It didn't have enough torque. It's a great car to drive, but if you drive one, it's kind of underwhelming. Um, don't get me wrong. I love it. I love that motor even, but it's, there's always a better option. It seems like and the LS is like the swap. And there's a reason. It's not because it's people aren't original. It just really is usually the best option. And it's cost effective yeah. too. Cost effective, exactly. Tons of support. I, I, I'm not a Mopar person, but I always would. I, I want to put a Hemi in things. Like I, and, and I don't think it's not as reliable. I don't think and as as good it's as not the a bad engine though. No, it's it's not. But I'm just saying it's not like. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's a price point thing. I mean, you you see, we've seen people putting LSs in everything, and I think. Now you're seeing a lot more people with, with putting the Dodge engines, but they're putting Hellefants, they're putting Hellcat engines. You're not seeing people put just the regular uh, Hemi. Yeah, but I mean, if I was working with like a you know a Dodge product, I would probably want a Hemi in it because I, well, I not yeah. because it's like it's because they're so close. Like it's not that the the Hemi is better than the LS or whatever, and people will argue that all day. It's just that. I would kind of want to stick with it. Like if I was doing a resto mod charger or challenger, I would want to do, you know, a Hemi. Yeah. Just, I would. I mean, just it did not because I don't think the LS wouldn't work just as well. I would just prefer to have that in my Dodge. That's all. And again, it would get better mileage, <laughs> more horsepower, more torque than the engine it came with by a long shot. Yeah. So there's no downside. Maybe there. I am a Mopar person. I've never owned a Mopar. But oh, I love the Challenger. The yeah, original. I, mean, the new one. Yeah. I hate the new one. I love the new, I love the old one. Though. I mean, yeah. Those of us that grew up in the yeah, 80s, yeah. so without getting too deep into that, but yeah, okay, that's the charger, but the challenger. Is I mean, favorite, yeah. challenger, okay, the yeah, challenger charger, challenger yeah. and charger, obviously. But we were talking about cars we would LS swap, okay, Boy, that or swap. Just, that would be just sacrilegious though to put an LS yeah, on yeah, <clears throat> or so a Mustang, LS swap a Mustang. That's been done. Yeah, yeah. Also sacrilegious. We were talking about the Ferrari three hundred eight. Actually, this is what came up. Okay. Uh, there's a white Ferrari three hundred eight online that somebody did a honda f22 c swap uh, which is the s2000 2.2 liter engine in which and, and to clarify this people go why would you put a ferrari why'd you put a honda in a ferrari those engines sucked yeah. those ferrari engines sucked like th there's a reason you'll you, 308s are hard to see because most of them don't run right yeah they're extremely expensive to own and maintain they they, they suck they don't make any horsepower they don't make any torque the car is notoriously slow I still, and i love one but that's uh, one, um, I hate Ferrari as a company, uh, just their selling practices and how Porsches, and that's kind of become the model standard to have that. You got to buy, like if you want a new GT3 RS now, it's like, oh, you don't have a, you know, a, you know, a base 911 and a, you know, Cayman R or whatever, but it means you can't have a GT3 RS. And I hate that model. If I have the money and this is your MSRP, let me buy it. Leave me alone. And Ferrari is like, you can't mod your cars. It's got to look this certain way. I want my cease and desist letter from Ferrari and I want them to tell them to go shove it. And I want to do that with a 308 because I love Magnum PI. I grew up with that. But I also want it to run and actually enjoy driving it. And I have driven one. They're great. They sound amazing and they're fun cars, but they're really slow. Okay, but you just touched on something there. 
it's not going to sound like a Ferrari. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, true. But you do care. You just said. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds sound. great. But, I mean. But so does a really properly tuned <laughs> okay. titanium piston F22C with a nice exhaust. All right. You know, so does a twin turbo V6 when it's done right. Oh, most okay. of them sound like shit. Don't get me wrong. G35s are the bane of my existence and everyone else's. But, I mean, there's a lot of engines you can make sound great that'll run great, that'll be cheap to repair. Well, anything's cheap to repair relative to a Ferrari engine. But it'll, it'll, it'll drive better as a result. Hmm. And so, why not? No, I'm not against it. I just, I mean, part of the, one of the things I love about Ferraris oh, is they the sound. sound. Is, yeah. Is yeah. the sound. I mean, and Lamborghini, right there with you. I mean, I do not understand when people put aftermarket exhausts on these cars like Absolutely i understand not. i understand doing like after point. the mufflers and going you know like yeah titanium cat, like cat, or cat or back and stuff like that but, but not yeah yeah i don't get that i think you know great that they, they scream and all that but i mean you know there's we're coming into this if you if you don't know and i've, I've noticed in this um through a lot of the youtubers and stuff like that like people that are taking their cars to the nurburgring they're getting kicked off because they're, they're there's a really racetracks are really starting to crack down on noise on these cars noise pollution's a thing it is um we first ran into a big time at laguna seca i mean in the fact that i'm I'm a little more on the side of laguna uh, of the people that race at laguna seca because it was a racetrack and everybody used to race there and then people decided to start building their houses next to there and then all of a sudden bitching about it but um there I, I I I agree with Ferrari and Lamborghini in the fact that they give you what they believe is perfection. There are some things you need to do. Oh yeah. I don't you don't see it as much with Lamborghini, but Ferrari does tend to to bitch about the fact like they're selling you the car and you own the car, but they have rights to tell you what to do with it. Perfectly good example, a stupid example was was um Dead Mouse. Dead Mouse when he wrapped his Ferrari the Ferrari and they, and they told cease and desist and that cost them a lot of money because he sold every single one of his Ferraris and went to McLaren and you yeah. know. So um, that's a little ridiculous to me. Um, you know, you're not at the end of the day, you know, you're never going to see Honda doing that. You're not going to see Zuber. You're not going to see Ford doing that. I mean, they encourage their customers I mean, every, to this day. Everybody's going to be like, we're selling you a car. If you do something that we don't want you to, you're going to void your warranty and you move on. Um, you know, it's just sort of like the, what, what Chevrolet was doing with the Z06 and the fact that you have to keep them for six months or if you sell them right now with, uh, within six months, the next person doesn't get the warranty, which is funny because you're about to see a, shit ton of Z06s come on the market because people have owned them now for six months. In fact, uh, Bear Jackson, I know, in Las Vegas is going to have three or four already. So, oh. that, by the way, just FYI, if you want a Z06, you're going to have to pay a ton, but and you'll get it with a warranty. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, what would you, Ellis, swap? Or swap in general? Like I don't, your dream swap? You know... Mine's so, the 80 series. Believe it or not, of all those cars, the 80 series with an LS is actually like my dream. I get swap. that. Yeah. Okay. So I'm coming from more of a, a stupid side and a uh, death side. Oh, fun. And my idea has been taken. So, uh, and the fact that, you know, uh, I own the Triumph. And if you don't know, the way the Sunbeam Tiger um, yeah, came yeah. around is the fact that somebody took a Triumph and shoved a V8 in it and went, sure, why not? Um, there's something to that. I think that. Uh, um, I don't think I would do it to my Triumph because I couldn't put the right running gear underneath it. I could do the engine, and I have the room for the engine, I think. But I, I couldn't redo the suspension enough to make it beefy enough not to die. Um, but I, I've always loved the idea of a small car, big engine. So, um, And I've talked about yeah. this a 100 times on this show, and the fact that all you have to do is pound in the firewall a little, a, a, an inch and a half is putting an LS or a, a bigger engine in a Miata. That's a and, great call. And doing that, basically. I think that would be where I'd kind of be, um, I, I would want to do that. Uh, obviously, again, I mean, 
I'm a, I, I just, I just, I'm, I'm coming out as a Mopar man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 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 and I, as much as I would love an original, original, uh, charger, um, I think I would have something like that and I would have the, the elephant or something in it and, and something, you know, so that's not an LS, but, um, I think, oh yeah, either I span. I don't. I think it's it's what is what is it that they're putting in the Miatas? Are they LSs or they're not? Yeah, L- it's LS. It is LS. Fly Miata is LSs. But yeah. what's like the sacrilegious engine swap? That's all been done. What would you put into a car that just like would make people upset? Like mine's the Ferrari one. I mean, there's also that I like mean, classic Mustang with the Supra motor that used to come to the the twin turbo Supra engine. Yeah, they used to come to exotics. Like that's an awesome one, and I like seeing the old guys get mad at it. But I think it's great, even though. Well, I mean, I if you're going to piss off everybody, then what you do is you take a Miata, you take the engine out, and you put a knucklehead under the uh, Harley knucklehead under there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's ever been done. You pop the engine, and like I, it wouldn't get you very far. But I think sac- that's the problem. Is like what? LS swap a Supra. <sighs> okay. I so, mean, yeah. Then you'd be back at like LS swap a Mustang, and yeah. you would just have okay. riots in the yeah, streets. Yeah, would be great. So we've seen this. I mean, Dodge did it. They they put the Viper engine in a bike. Yeah. I mean, you can put an LS in a bike. Yeah, it's been done. Yeah. I mean... It's called the... uh, What is that? I don't know how you straddle it. Boss Hog, it's called. Yeah. I don't know. I mean... Again, what is normal to somebody is sacrilegious to somebody else. I'm... That's that idea of very small car, very big engine. And I think that... I think there's a lot of options out there, like you said, but... Like the LS or... uh, What did they swap in that Prius? It was an LS, wasn't it? Or was it... I mean, they've done everything. They've done... There's been Hemis. There's been LS. Hemis swap a Tesla. I think... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. You could do internal combustion into an electric. <laughs> it's like, like a guy puts a generator in the trunk of the Tesla. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm noticing, you know what I'm noticing a lot is people driving around their Ford Lightning <clears throat> with generators in the back. So there's that. Um, that There you go. There you go. Let's yeah. put an LS and a Ford Lightning. Just do a Ford Lightning. Yeah. <laughs> go backwards. Put an actual, like, full standby, not a portable generator, a standby Absolutely. generator in the bed of a Lightning. <laughs> yeah. A diesel standby generator in the bed of a Lightning. I'm and trying to think of something that in the would front. absolutely <laughs> piss somebody off. And I think you would have to like, I mean, the most sacrilegious thing I can think about doing that would piss off the most amount of people is taking an original Ferrari 250 GTO and putting an LS in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh I my mean, God. You know, I, yeah. uh, I think that would be the, you know, taking something that's absolutely priceless mm. and just, yeah. yeah. I wonder if it would make yeah. sense though. And I don't mean this in a like, not value way it would destroy the value of the car i completely understand that but i wonder if it would be faster and better like because yeah. I, I, I don't know what the weight ratio is of that engine that's the main thing you got to worry about well um, ideally you're going from a v12 to a v8 now you're going to be a thicker yeah but you go to an all aluminum v8 yeah you can go to like an ls7 which is a pretty light engine well, just I'm just doing stupid math and the fact that you're going yeah. from twelve to eight cylinders, so it's four cylinders, so it's got to be lighter. What's the, I don't know what the, I, I should. What's the displacement on that V12? Isn't like it's a small V12? Isn't it like a four liter or something? The, I mean, truthfully, and I don't want to ruin for anybody, they're not that fast. No, <laughs> they, they I know never have not. been. No, um, but I mean, for the time they were, yeah, for the racetrack. So I think there. I mean, you forced me into that, but I mean, I think that would work. That is the ultimate. I mean, or I mean, it, you want to keep being sacrilegious, you take it out you take the engine out of a mirror and you put it in you put an ls in it <laughs> okay Sideways. sacrilegious if your mirror broke that would be a good option mm-hmm. but anyway go ahead what but, if we took like an american icon like your vintage shelby cobra and threw it oh that'd be cool 
there's enough kits out there that that's probably a really viable option for that car, actually. I like it. Mark and I went to I like uh, that. Seattle Cars and Coffee on Sunday, and there was a, a Datsun there with a read. It was the, it was a, a newer f- Nissan. A V6? No, it was. It might have been an inline four-cylinder. It looked brand new. Huh. I See, I there was some. Who was the guy? There was uh, somebody who did that here. They put a Skyline engine I was in, a, say, in the Mustang. Yeah, there's that. But I was going to say there's um a popular swap I've seen for those is the Sylvia, the S14 inline mm-hmm. four. Yeah, not this, not this. The Sylvia's a six. What is it? The there's a what Nissan four am I thinking of? Uh, the one out of the Sentra SCR and mm. that I've seen that. I don't know my Nissan okay. engines well enough. Don't yell at me, audience. Then, um, but I know they make a nice inline four with turbos. R34 sure. with an LS swap. Oh, there's that gonna be would, enough of those coming over here now. That if would it, be. You could do a GT conversion because Skyline GTs are kind of shit. Yeah, I mean, in in the RB2060 ETT. Well, everybody's putting the body kits on the four-door ones now. Actually, I think it looks good. I, that, I, mean, I, I love, I love the front end. Skylines. Yeah, I know. Yeah. A four-door Skyline GTR is awesome. I mean, I think it's it's a matter of, like, I'm, I'm thinking of something with a wider car, like something that you could really, because if I'm going to do it and I'm going to do something stupid, I'm going to put the LS in there, and then I mean they're going to supercharge it or twin turbo or do something. I'm seriously yeah. considering getting a 308 and swapping it. I'm serious, because yeah. if you, you can find them cheap enough with bad motors... Because there's so many out there, that's what really destroys sure, the you value. You can find them without motors. I mean, it's harder than you think. But if doing a 308, getting the getting a good deal on the chassis with a bad engine with no, because then I can sell the engine for parts, Wait, what, which is worth it in a car like that. We were looking at that white 308 that they wide bodied in that California, one. and it he, they, they didn't they took the 308 engine out of it, didn't they? Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Is F20. that the same car? Yeah, oh, that's the F22C, okay. I think. I watched the bill before they put an engine in it. Okay. Megan, we're talking over you. Or, and you, well, you won't yes, stop talking. I'm sorry. Obviously, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I was just uh, daydreaming this is, about face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. She said uh, it. I didn't. Yeah, I know so, what I'm yeah, working yeah. with. Um, I <laughs> I was thinking about like. Don't look at me. Don't make eye contact. Oh God, it's so <laughs> weird. <laughs> no. Um, Your nails are really distracting. By the way, they are. <laughs> sorry. The closer my nails They're look like, to like fishing lures, yeah, the happier sorry, I am. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, yeah. There's, spark, there's like silver white glitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, they pair really well <laughs> with working on shit boxes. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, speaking of which, I I would love I love sleeper cars. I mm. love the car that's sitting at the light and you don't expect it to to match you or outpace you. So, what if we LS swapped a like an old Yugo. If okay. you can get the rest of it to hold up long enough to support <laughs> the LS swap. I cannot tell you how bad Yugos are. I've been in one and I went and looked at one because I thought it was cool. I thought it'd be cool to have one of those at the time yeah. like and yeah. do something cool with it, you know, like resto modded or something. Yeah, no, there's some cars you just walk away from. I'm, I'm going to put, that's on the list. There's like Yugos, Trabants, things like that that look really cool on film and stuff. They've got a cool like that East German, Russian, just pile of junk style that you think could be fun. Like, no, you're basically re-welding a car. <laughs> See, that's where I'm together. at. Made from beets yeah. and vodka. Yeah. 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 They're really terrible. What if, and this is actually something we could probably do. We should make it cool. What if we got an original Volkswagen Beetle and put the engine in the front? <laughs> <laughs> just drive it, or you can just drive it in reverse. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. I'm just, just thinking we could, we could probably, put, a, we could probably put an LS up front. Might have to move the seats and the dashboard back a little bit. But, I mean, who's done that? Oh, I feel like somebody hasn't been around so long. Or a new Beetle would be more fun. 
We wait till There's we t- we wait till Boriag is in more is in uh, is in Italy. We take Stella. <laughs> we put his R eight engine in. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> it's in the rear now already. It's fine. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. When you were thinking of the Nissan engine, are you thinking of that three cylinder? No. Hybrid one. No, the four cylinder turbo. Oh. Because like uh, Cause like that would fit. Toyota has bug. the what's the uh, the Altezza motor, the four cylinder turbo. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking, and Nissan had one too, but I can't remember what it is. And yeah. I should know my Nissan's better than this. There's some people that have put LSs in Gardos, right? Yeah. A couple of people yeah. have done that. And I think that's worked really well. Yeah, it often does. Yeah. That's, that's what I kind of what I was getting at with that engine. I, I, I love the LS engine. I, it's a, everybody gives push rods and crap and all that. You know, yeah, it's basic. It's old school. It doesn't have dual overhead cams. It also just kind of works. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yes, there are better options out there, but bang for the buck overall. And LS7, when you redo the valve guides, um, and that is a critical flaw in that engine. I, I recognize that. But once you've redone the heads, about a $1,500 job, less if it's out of the car, you pretty much have a bulletproof motor that makes 500 horsepower, 500 foot-pounds of torque, and will pretty much go as long as you change the oil. What was that Chevy engine, like the 392, that everybody wanted? Like the newer one that was a crate engine and it made, was making like 700 horsepower or something like that. Mm. It, I, don't, I don't think it was an LS. I thought it was like the new Chevy 3. three. It's like 362 or something. Yeah, that's, I know what you're talking yeah. about. They, I mean, it was, and it was kind of like, it, they, it was... They weren't trying to people stop people from buying the the LS, but like th- this was their new. It's like a five point eight liter something. Yeah, huh? I mean, and that was that was selling because people a lot. I know a lot of people were taking them and putting them in the in the old Camaros and stuff like that. But yeah, I don't. Huh. I mean, as far as crate engines go, I mean, you've got you've got the LS, you've got a couple of them Chevy, obviously. Dodge all, with, with the. I mean, they, they, what is it? So we've got we've got Hellcat, we've got. Elephant, elephant, yeah. And then there's one above that. There's, I thought there's. So there's, there's. These are the popular ones. Yeah. If you actually go through a crate engine, come on in. Hi, Dad. Yeah. Hi, Mom. Yeah, um, we're welcoming my parents in yeah. the shop. It's a shop talk about yeah. shop talk ish episode. Um, we were talking. If you look through the catalogs, though, there's tons of crate engines. I mean, then we look at the performance stuff, but yeah. if you think of fleet and crates and stuff like that, yeah. you can get crate engines for almost anything, sure. even down to like four cylinders. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah, let's take a quick break. Let's yeah. say hi to my parents. Yeah. I don't see them very often. Hey, yeah. Dad. And we're back after an exciting chase of my vacuum. Search and dis- search mission. Just so we're clear, it takes three adults to find one room of vacuum <laughs> in a garage. Yeah, things we never thought we'd say in our lifetime. Good Lord. My vacuum ran away. My vacuum ran away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, I have a Roomba for the Roomba for the shop. Yeah. It was an old one that I uh, just got a generic cheap battery for on Amazon to see yeah. if it would work, and it. Uh, I think it's just crying for help at this point because it's just like please don't make me do this again <laughs> I did really a, dirty in here i did have a visual it's just like with a white flag going down the driveway going, i'm done <laughs> doing this anymore i've seen things i shouldn't have to see yeah uh, leaving the murder barn yeah yep so uh dan recently gave me this really cool gift of, of campfire story deck um and it's a it's a deck of cards they're really big cards yeah and it's like and you you you're, i guess you're just supposed to pick one um and you I know. thought this would be fun to go through on the show. Like, let's each pick one yeah. and try and make it car related if we can. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, you want you want to pick one, or you want to randomly sure. pick it's one? Story okay. time, folks. Story time. <laughs> Rich. Story time yeah. with the Avance Podcast. Yeah. So I pick it, and you read it, or I read it. No, you read you're it. Gonna, you're gonna okay. you're gonna okay. pick us. it, and then and then and we'll ask you the next one. Yeah. Your favorite memory of a person sitting next to you. Oh, it's Nick. No, oh, Scott. <laughs> I can't. I can't say that on podcast. <laughs> 
group chat later. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know, the person you're sitting really next gonna, to you. You're going to have a lot of people questioning us about this group chat. Like, seriously, Ooh. most of the group, group chat is the three of us going, what should we talk about the next time? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, if we're going to go car related to this one, it would be sure. like with me in a car. Yeah. Person's, story of a person sitting next to me in a car. Like a memorable, is that what is memorable? Favorite memory. Of a per- it says favorite memory of a person sitting next to you. GTR. When the Maserati broke down and you let me drive the GTR and, and everything was great. And then you brought up the, <laughs> the fact that there was this one tick in the steering wheel and that's all I could, fuck, <laughs> I could hear. But, but yeah, like again, oh, wait, yeah. not of, of the person sitting next to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh God. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that would, that would be, that's my go-to like minus the story of the fact that you were a birthday present. But other than that, you know, that, that was the next day actually. So yeah. Yeah. Um, trying to think not in a car but when we met nick and i met was my favorite because it was the avance 80s night yeah and you were in like a color block matching suit yeah and we didn't want to talk because it was before the podcast episode and it was and i'm the one that made it really awkward i don't know if you felt it was awkward but like she walks up and i, and I looked at her and i was like look i was like I really want to get to know you because you're awesome, but I will not be asking you any talk. I won't be talking to you and like asking you questions right now because I'm saving it for the podcast. And like, I tried to get it out as fast as I could because I was basically looking at him and being like, don't talk to me. (laughs) And your son was with you and he was such a nice, kind. Now, obviously, he was raised by his father, but uh, (laughs) so yeah. But yeah, I do remember that. That was uh, because it was like, I was like, because we taught, we, it was, it's funny because. And and you're probably a good example of people that we've have been ships in the night all yeah. of us for yeah. years. Yeah, uh, how, I don't I don't know how the connection was made. And um, our uh, the three of ours connection is sort of like Dan and I's connection. The fact that we didn't know each other, but we met each other, and it was like, yep, we're all friends. Like it's like, you know, yeah. Like, oh, I was going to instantaneous. Yeah, mine so. for Megan was when we met uh, at the Woodenville Cut Shop. Yeah, and I was like, oh, we're going to be friends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. You <laughs> just like, know. This person's yeah. cool. We're going to yeah. be friends. And I was excited about that. Yeah, and as then, soon as you were awkwardly like, I can't talk because I'll get it all out. <laughs> I was like, totally get it. Yeah, yeah. We'll like, be friends. Like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I regret. I mean, th- you didn't give me good information after we talked, but no. Yeah, no. Like, it's hard. Which to- was funny because like when I think about our friendship now, like our the podcast that we did at Dirtfish that time was really serious. Like we were right. yeah. really serious. It, it wasn't us. <laughs> it yeah. was us. It was great information. We we. We found it, 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 it was at, was it Summerfest, right? Yeah. Yeah, Summer, was it Summer? No, no, no Women in Motorsports. Women in Motorsports, that's yeah, what yeah. it was, yeah. That too. Women's Summerfest Motorsports. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> Women's so Summerfest. Which is coming up, Avance, folks. The yeah. Dirtfish Summerfest is coming up next month, uh, yeah. in July, excuse me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. But yeah, that was, I, I had forgotten about that. Yeah, we went to, the, I went to the 80s night and I had my classic uh, Bush, uh, Bush Reagan shirt on and my, uh, my multicolored suit that I'm famous for and like, yeah. And I don't think, I didn't i because adam introduced us yeah yeah adam was like hey you guys should meet peace (laughs) and i was like i can't talk to you (laughs) but you know so street tacos huh (laughs) big gulp huh okay have a great day see you later (laughs) see you later yeah so yeah yeah i'm trying to like think of one yeah what's yours for each other because you guys have known each other for how many years now you're saying the gtr yeah i mean that's that's just a, a classic story it's but dan and i have had so many just like it's hard to pick one i was awesome thinking, experiences yeah i was gonna say maybe driving the 675 lt 
is yes. a really big one. Um, thanks to Kevin. Yeah, thanks to Kevin <laughs> Beach. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, probably that one sticks out. We were just laughing like kids because the way that thing sounded with a top down and just, it was nuts. Um, well, and I, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but we were purposely revving to the point where we'd pull off and, and it would pop, 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 pop as we'd go past cyclists. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean... I, I look back on, on, on our friendship, and it, it's like I said, it was instantaneous. It was car-related. It was so many people. We knew each other, and, like, there's so many good stories. Like, I mean, I think you, you get it now in the fact that, like, you know, I, I was joking. Somebody was asking, like, who's Megan? I was like, she's the third amigo. Like, <laughs> we just didn't know we needed one, but, you know, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah I kind of feel like we're all in the car world. We're kind of just, like, kids on a playground again. You're like... Yeah. Oh, cool. So cool. you like the red car too? Which, now we're yeah. friends. Which Hot Wheels did you bring to, to lunch? Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. green Chiraco. The green Chiraco. <laughs> and we'll do a podcast together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sold. This is a good one. Tell a story about a moment on the edge. On the, the time edge. we almost died? <laughs> Which one? Which one? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> moment on... The, I guess that's, that's, that's different because... What, well, first, the definition of what's on the edge. Um, in a car. A moment on the edge in a car. Like a lot of those. <laughs> it's a lot of them. I don't, we weren't on the edge. In a story that keeps coming to my head, I, we weren't necessarily on the edge, but it was the best, one of the best times I've had is we were doing Seamont down to California, and we had stopped at that brewery um, right at the edge of California, Oregon there. Oh, yeah. Not drinking. We just stopped there for lunch. No, yeah. We stopped yeah. there for lunch. Clear to the listeners. The Roomba just and the Roomba. Roomba is alive. <laughs> it's like I must clean. Okay. Um, hold on. Can you grab that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. We'll just hold for a second. The robot's rioting. Yeah. It's gonna start screaming. I'm upside it's down. Flipping. Yeah. Really? No. Oh. And we're back. Yeah. We've stopped the robot Roomba. uprising. Yeah. The, the Roomba uprising. Um. My Skynet has been. Did I lose my phone? I don't. Know. What? Seriously? Oh, there's. Um, so we had we had gone to lunch. Okay, and this is. <laughs> That's funny. I was actually thinking of the exact same thing. I'm going to share a little bit a better part of this story. So we had gone to lunch, and somebody in the group had gone on to Amazon before we left and bought about a hundred of the sticker for rectal use only, <laughs> and had put them all over somebody else's luggage. In fact, they put one on his hat and he sat at lunch for most, nobody, I don't think he knew until photos were shown. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, for, for nobody was embarrassed and everybody loved the story, but I'm keeping names out, but I'm we not. all proceeded to get in the car and take this road that was the most off camber, just hill insane hill climb. And it was, it, we, we kind of, we were kind of in groups because we wanted to be, we wanted to be careful. We wouldn't have fun. But I, we, we were, you were leading mm-hmm. and it was me and the Ghibli and Blake was behind me in his Rolls Royce uh, Phantom or two door. It's a Wraith. Yeah, Wraith. Yeah. And it was the most fun I've had in a car because it was, we were, I mean, we were speeding a little bit, but it was like, you'd come around a corner, it would just drop off. Yeah, and, and to be fair, this this road is 55 miles an hour, yes. but the corners are 10 to 15. Yeah. That's why, that's that's how I pick a lot of the routes, yeah. is I specifically choose high speed roads with low speed corners. Yeah. Okay. This keeps you out of trouble. But this was, this was like somebody, like... With the, with the law. It, it, yeah. it felt like some of these corners you'd come in, it felt like it was built by somebody that, that 
did Daytona or the I mean, oh yeah you came in it was just in the and it, it's just and I was giggling like a schoolgirl trying to stay on the road and then watching this Rolls Royce just come up on me like I mean I would I always thought Rolls Royce was just this calm and then Blake and Blake knows how to drive and yes. again we weren't speeding <laughs> I mean we we were no but just- this was a joyful road so. I think that was the. I mean, that was the close. No, I, I did. We didn't almost drive off the edge. Nobody almost hit somebody. Okay, well, <laughs> we didn't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, the reason I thought of that. Actually, Megan, it's your turn. Sorry. No, no. So you were thinking of the same. I was thinking of the story? same drive. Um. So same brain, different body. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody thinks it would be something like Pikes Peak or something, but I was really yeah. just enjoying the view. And Pikes Peak is extremely intimidating to drive at normal exact speed limits or less yeah so that doesn't come to my mind um going up that exact same hill climb i was leading and i had the turbo s and i had it in sport plus mode and full tilt if you drove one of those cars and you put it in sport plus there is a massive difference between regular and sport plus and most people are faster in regular or sport but I didn't want it to drop the revs at all because I was going up the hill. So I wanted the turbo spooled. I wanted this thing ready to blast out of every corner I could get it out of. I wanted to use this car. And there was nobody in front of oh, me. Oh, I know what, I know oh. this story because this is... Yep. <laughs> yeah. Davis is behind me in the GT4. Yeah. His Cayman GT4. And I'm hauling up this hill around this corner. And like Nick said, a lot of these corners come up and go blind and drop camber. And I launched that oh, car. God off one of those hills. And I don't mean I like lost felt gravity come up. I mean, I took all four wheels off the ground, came down and did a hard left with my, with my feet on the brakes because the corner not only dropped and I was in the air, but I had to turn left. And this is not a, I'm an excellent driver and I have so many skills. This is no Porsche has excellent (laughs) management, (laughs) extremely good aerodynamics and really good stability control. Yeah. Because when that car came down, it came down. Dan took off and when he landed, the car drove. (laughs) Yep. Pretty much. Because I hit the brakes and turned in and my traction control and stability control saved my ass. Your car did what it needed to do. My car did the work. Um, And it's not the first time it's done that. Um, But that is the closest I've come to if the safety systems in the car were not there, I definitely would have been off a cliff, like flying off a cliff. No pretty happy ending there. That was the car saved my ass. That's probably the closest I've ever come to like a really, really, really bad high-speed crash. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you can do worse in traffic hitting somebody who runs a red light or whatever, but that's by far the closest of, this is my own really stupid fault. Um, but my God, was it fun. <laughs> and I love that memory. And it was stupid. And it was great. It's like it's one of those moments you get out of the car and you're shaking because you almost died, but then you're also grinning. <laughs> it's like, huh, this is great. Yeah. 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 So I, I did take my RX-7 up to a little over 190, but uh, this is 20 plus years in ago. Mexico. Yeah, in Mexico. Yeah, Mexico or Mexico. I-5 North. Yeah, in Mexico. Um, at two in the morning, uh, I wanted to tap that car out. So I took it as high as it would go and then I chickened out at just over 190. Yeah. And that was like, yeah, 20 years ago. You chickened out at 190. <laughs> scared the shit out of me. Wuss. I'm going to be honest. It's funny. <laughs> Thank you for taking right. It's kind of funny. The, the Corvette, I had the, the C6 and the C7, I had way up into the triple digits. And they're so stable. Like, I didn't think anything of it. The, the Z06, would, the C7 was slower because it had so much more downforce. But because it was so planted, it actually felt fine. The GTR2, the Porsche, all those cars, they actually... They are not really even intimidating at 150 plus. Yeah. yeah. They just kind of go. I mean, you're more worried about what's around you, but the car is really stable. Yeah. 
Even the Grand Sport for how heavy yeah. it was, it just like suctions to the track. Yeah. Did you have a Grand Sport? Uh, no, I did my. Uh, oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, Grand Prix road, road racing course in a that's Grand right. Sport. You have history, whatever. <laughs> whatever. So, how about you? Yeah. Uh, man, I mine's different. The first one that comes to mind as like an oh shit moment was uh, I was responsible for taking care of a couple of Bob Bondurant's Dotsons. And um, they were leaving the Monterey Historics and the carrier to come and pick them up from the track. And so no one was around. It was dark. Like, it, it's just me helping load these Dotsons that, you know, sentimental value is in excess of dollar value at that point. And mm-hmm. it's one of one that sits in this museum at home. And I'm like, shit, I can't scratch this car. I just have to get it on this trailer in the dark with no lights on in this parking lot. Um, the car wouldn't start. So the carrier had to push it up the ramp. And those Dotsons are little. Um, and the ramps that he that he had were more for like a modern day car with the wider wheelbase. Oh, um, okay. And so I'm behind the wheel while he's pushing it. And all I know is like, I cannot move this wheel one inch or this car is going sideways um, and I'm screwed. And so we're using the lights from his truck um, just to kind of help guide us and give us like ambient lighting. Um, Just so we're clear for our listeners, she's sitting here with her hands in the air like they're on a steering wheel and she's shaking. My my elbows are like straight out at 90 degrees. Yeah. Yeah, typical. Like, this is my go-to dance move, too. So, you know, it's natural. Um, But in the shadows, I just see this large spider come crawling up over the top of the steering wheel. And I'm terrified of spiders, (laughs) especially more so back then, like 15 years ago. And just inside, like, so scared, could not wait to get out of that car. And I know that I can't move. So I'm like, just let it hit your hand. Just let it hit your hand. (laughs) Walking across you. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I think that was the moment where I had to, like, face a fear to save a car. Fair enough. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, last one. Anyways. I, I, you and I are going to have the same answer to this, oh. just so we're clear. I mean, okay. So, but we're going to make her answer first because, okay. I mean, a time you got caught in a storm. <laughs> now oh, I'm just God. thinking about what... <laughs> Like, really? Like, uh, really? Like, yeah, go right ahead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Time got caught in a yeah. storm. Uh, I had a gutless Ford Focus for a while. Um, it was a great commuter, and I was not heeding safety advice and took it what? up. What? I was young. Uh, I took it up to the top of Stevens Pass because I wanted to rally it in the snow, and I thought this was a great idea. Yeah. I'm alone, with no chains. Obviously, it's two-wheel drive, like 136 horsepower, <laughs> going downhill with wind Whee! to its back. Um, <laughs> so I, I did get it you stuck. You a visual picture. I had my cape on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All good superheroes do. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I had a blast before I got stuck. Where'd you get stuck? Like coming down the pass? 
Oh no, I went off the main road. Oh, of course uh, yeah. you did. Right. Yeah. You've been pl- at home playing Colin McRae Rally or whatever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I am Travis Pastrana. Uh, right well, now. yeah. I mean, yeah. Come on. Do this yeah. in theory. <laughs> theory. Yeah. <laughs> Just worked in the game. Yeah. 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 So I got stuck and had to wait for help. A nice bystander came and helped me after a while. Back then, I didn't. I don't remember if I had self service or not. I feel like I didn't. Not up on Stevens. Stevens sucks for yeah. self. Yeah. Yeah. Even now it's spotty. It's better, but back then I doubt it. Yeah. But I remember thinking, like going back to our safety tips, I was like, I have no food, no water. I don't even have a blanket. I <laughs> just thought I'd go screw around our in the pet snow. Heads are falling off. <laughs> right. Pretty bird. I, this, has, this, this is a storm. But I remember I was going up on Stevens one time to meet up with Jason, and it was a huge snowstorm. And there was we were trying to get the, up to the hill. I was trying to meet him, and I had, I, I, I had, I don't know, I had the Subaru. And we were just about to crest the hill, and I say we because there were other cars, and it was a Dodge Challenger, <laughs> and he was almost to the top of the hill, and the state patrol guy steps out in front of him and goes, turn it around, like, and he was going to make it, and the guy's just like, that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty funny. So, um, The obvious answer is the oh, yeah. immense snow slash rain slash hail slash firestorm that we went through. Yeah, on literally, the, all of those things. The, Took out the back window of the Aston Martin uh, convertible that uh, uh, Alexa and, Alexa Andrew, and were Andrew were driving, um, which was, you know, and it was one of those things where we were all in the storm and everybody was talking about it and thinking our cars are going to be damaged, which I don't think anything actually nope. be. We had no hail damaged, damage. But it was like, this was, we were at Oregon. We was, it was Oregon. Yeah, we literally went through fire, rain, snow, and hail within like an hour. Yeah. Active forest fire, it was ash active falling forest, down. Which was wonderful because it was active forest fire and then it started raining sideways and we drove past the fire camp where they were. Yeah. And and all the guys were outside their tents like celebrating the fact that it was raining yep. sideways. And then it started hailing. Um, the hail hit so hard it literally broke the back window out of the, the Aston Martin. So you have ash yeah. mixed with water mm-hmm. mixed with hail all hitting big, the body of an Aston Martin. Yeah. 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 We basically went through the book of Revelation on a drive for about yeah. an hour. It's great. And we there was no place and, and no we, horses we, ran into we, us. And we were but, all you know. on, <laughs> we were all on the radios going like if we find like and we were on back roads. So there was not there was no overpasses. There was no, no like, like find a tree. <laughs> and the road like we we came across oh, yeah. sometimes and the, the road was starting to get washed out and there were rocks. I literally were, had to stop, get out, and clear rocks from the road yeah. for us to continue driving. Oh yeah. my gosh! Because the rain was coming down so hard, it had caused all the erosion to come down. There's rock slides. Had I been in nuts. a little cabin in the woods, would have been gorgeous. Right, but yeah. But um, yeah, that's, I think that's probably the worst storm I've been in. I, I got caught in a storm one time in the Triumph, and I didn't have windows. That was pretty <laughs> bad. But um, yeah, um, yeah, that that obviously would be my answer yeah. as well. Um, beyond that, I would say riding motorcycles mm-hmm. and going in in sudden rainstorms, like in a sport bike, and I'm wearing leathers. <laughs> so yeah, not sexy. No, just a drenched stinky sweaty pile of leather that i had to peel off Oh, good a memory that has a smell <laughs> yeah exactly he really knows how to paint <laughs> a smell oh, <laughs> to make the matters worse i'm on my rc51 which has no protection whatsoever but also is one of the hottest running bikes you can buy because the rear bank on the v-twin is right under the seat which is about as thick as a two by four or, and that's being generous more like it's probably about an inch thick. So, so, it's, a, so it's half a two by four. Yeah. It's just, it's just a one by four. Yeah. Oh. A one by two. Yeah, a about one two. by two. About the same cushioning too. And so <laughs> like what dries first? The opposite of peeing your pants. So I had this line of dryness through my crotch 
in my leathers and everything else is stuck hmm. to me like glue hmm. and I'm soaking oh wet God. and freezing. Yep. And uh, yeah, that, that sucks. Sorry, I asked the question. Yeah. <laughs> More than then I you thought. have race compound tires oh to that. God. And it's just, you know, skating on a 450 pound motorcycle that wants to kill you when it's dry and now you're soaking wet and everything's stuck to you. You've had a lot of things that want to kill you. I like, I like stuff. Let's talk about that. I explained this to somebody a while ago when they asked me, because I, I like a lot of my favorite cars are overly powerful, don't have enough traction, same with motorcycles. I like stuff like that. And they're like, but yeah, but you know, if you drive an R8 or your Turbo S or something like that, or even the GTR, way better traction, way easier to drive, much more advanced machine. Like it'll put down the, put down the numbers. It'll, it's a faster car. And it, even if you are not a faster driver, you will be faster in a GTR than you would be a new C7 Z06 or something like that because the car is going to do a lot of the work that you can't. Sure. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing. It's great. But it's not exci- as exciting to drive. And not just because you're on the ragged edge uh, of your abilities, but also because there is a lot of joy in restraint. Mm-hmm. I'll let you make all the correlations you guys want with that because it's the same kind of thing that applies. There's a lot of joy in holding back when things are just about to explode. And I like driving on that edge. I like feeling like the car is sort of keeping me in check. It's sort of like it's sort of like swimming in the ocean for the first time. And all of a sudden you like if you've never done that, if you're a person who's grown up in the Midwest or something and you haven't swam in the ocean, you don't understand the power of the ocean until you're swimming in it. And you're like, oh crap. Like a wave comes in, there's nothing you can do about it. I've seen yeah. Moana. I get it. Right. And so like I like that feeling though. I like that feeling of being on the ragged edge. And so yeah. I like I to ride things, drive things that are this close to killing me. <laughs> Nick is cracking. Uh huh. I meant that too. I know. I know. <laughs> and I still want an animal that'll kill me as a pet. That's just true. <laughs> you have one, Theodore. Theodore could kill you in your sleep. Yeah, he will chew my toes off. Yep. That's yeah. right. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I think Agreed. we should. I think we should wrap this up. <laughs> I thought we needed a good long episode. Yeah. We had a good time. It was fun. I want to hit on something. Actually, something that was posted up while we were recording this. Mm. Um. Off uh, for the uh, Avance members. Oh, uh, we got a new partner with Avance. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really good um, one. BF Goodrich. That I wish we had a month we ago. We have BF Goodrich. Avance <laughs> members now save fifteen percent on the full lineup of BF Goodrich tires, including all-terrain KO twos, and KO threes. There is there are links on the Avance website. Um, I think basically what you have to do is you have to buy it, and then you send something in, and you're yep. going to get. But it's, I mean. As as an Avance member, it's time to start burning some tires, people. We've got yeah. this is a great sponsorship between Michelin and BFG. We've got a lot of good yeah. tires. <laughs> I mean, I can't tell you how many people. I mean, Ko twos on the Subaru. I mean, we've got it. Yeah, everywhere. And the new so. Ko three looks even better. Yep. Uh, maybe it'll finally give us some better wet traction because that's been its biggest downfall. Yeah. Um, and Turning it, is hard. Yeah. And Michelin does, doesn't make a really good off road tire, so yeah. this gives us a good balance at a great price. So, so. yeah, I mean, uh, look into it. Like I said, uh, we, that's why I was, that's how I always sell people on Avance. I mean, obviously. We're big believers is the fact that you know the money you'll spend by getting your membership you will save in in oh, one thing sure. so yeah <laughs> but yeah we just need a tool sponsor right hint, hint, gear wrench yeah. dewalt oh, milwaukee oh, snap on yep actually i wouldn't want snap on because i wouldn't be able to afford their tools even if they were <laughs> yeah. Dewalt pricing <laughs> suddenly but um That's good point yeah point yeah um, Hell, fun fact. At this point. Yeah. Now we know BF Goodrich stands for Benjamin Franklin. That's right. Benjamin Thanks Franklin to our last Goodrich shop tires are now fifteen percent <laughs> off. <laughs> He invented the lightning kite. <laughs> lightning. Yep, everybody knows that. Yep. 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 Can we start a quotes board? Yeah, absolutely. Because that's yeah, going yeah. on it. 
<laughs> the lightning kite. Yep. I always uh, so we were on a road trip once through Utah. Actually, we were coming from Moab, and Shauna couldn't think of the word for train tunnels. And so <laughs> she just one of those brain fart moments. She goes the the train holes. <laughs> so every time I see one, I think it's a train hole. I cannot think train tunnel ever. And I have I was driving back from Moab the whole way, and I'm like train holes, train holes, and nobody was there to appreciate it. I want, I want, <laughs> while you guys have been screwing around, I've been trying to figure out more about this. Uh, you have to buy the, your, your, you have to go, you can go to any BF Goodrich authorized dealer uh, and you purchase BF Goodrich, the limit of six. So just FYI, you get six, but that's, that's a good thing. Keep your invoice. Uh, you have to, and there's an, a PDF you have to fill out and then you're, and you have to be an active Avance member and that you has to match. But here's the thing. Um, this deal is valid for redemption until 1231 of 2023. Just so you know. Okay. okay. So you have until New Year's. You have so until New a, Year's. Yeah. yeah. Get yeah. a pair so. of summers. Get a pair of winters. Get a pair of winter. I mean, or, or if you're an off-road person, get get six tires because um, a lot of us need them. You know. Or if yeah. you're a racer, those G-Forces. G-forces. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So BFG makes some great race tires, by the way. I think Michelin is sort of the, uh, in my opinion, the king of street tires for sports cars. It's really hard to beat any of their tires. But if you want a race compound, if you want an off-road tire, BFG knows racing and they know tires. So yeah. thanks, Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Goodrich. Franklin knows racing. <laughs> <laughs> and lightning kites. So. And lightning kites. <laughs> lightning kites. So, all right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap this up. Uh, in, and, I, and I know the question you're thinking is, have we been drinking? And we haven't. So, I mean, well, nope. you, somebody's got to know duels. <laughs> duels rule. <laughs> so, yeah. For this episode of the Yvonne's Podcast, as always, I'm Nick. I'm Megan. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.